Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And Radiant 9 and 10 this week, guys. I don't know when this will end up getting posted, but so, we're recording it. That's all that matters. Hopefully next week. Yeah, it'll definitely be next week. Cause just, we just not what day? Yeah, because we'll probably do the next episode of Arumakun before this one. So That's that a good idea. We'll actually be posting them more on time. Yeah, I mean, we could slate this one for like Wednesday next week or Thursday. Probably. Maybe get Arumakun out on Saturday so people can listen to it. It could be out by Monday. Sunday? Monday? People don't listen to podcasts on the weekend that often. No, I never post on the weekend. Good for you. <laughs> Maybe Monday, Thursday. Who's the doctor here? <laughs> Listen, we can't do a beard meets food schedule. Oh, yeah. Thursday, He's, Sundays. Thursdays and Sundays. All beard meets food. I yes. wonder what ridiculous things he's eating. I still haven't had my McDonald's apple pie, though. I know. I think he's doing pizza tonight. He is a uh, YouTuber, uh, competitive eater that we watch. He's highly entertaining. Yes. British dude. Yes. With, with a beard. With a giant beard. So it's beard, <laughs> meats, as in like we have the meats. Yes. Like food. Arby's. <laughs> like Arby's. <laughs> so if you haven't checked out his channel... You should do so. Do I need to tag him in a tweet about this uh-huh. anime podcast? He's, he got brought up in our anime podcast <laughs> just on an offhand thing. But the point is we can't deliver, we can't do a schedule on his because he posts every Sunday and we can't post on Sundays. I mean, we can. Just, but we just, our listens wouldn't be there no, for it. No, that's okay. Episode nine, <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Those who hunt heretics, Inquisition... We finally have a whole episode based off the Inquisition, guys. Yes. So I'll do a quick, kind of a quick synopsis of this, and then we'll we'll jump into it. This episode revolves around Captain Dart Dragonov and his crew. It shows their daily life in the sky and what they do when they're not hunting sorcerers. The adventures of Dart see, see mostly calm waters, but when he encounters another Inquisition crew, his true colors shine. Yeah, he was the one that was just kind of very casual about having <clears throat> Melly and Seth. Seth, thank you. Be arrested. Be arrested. He, they're trying to make him seem like not such a bad guy. They're making him more likable in this episode. Yes. And he wasn't that we didn't like him. He just was kind of just so nonchalant about he's everything. Very ambivalent. Just kind of there. Like you know, he's probably supposed to be the bad guy, but they don't really make you like or dislike he's, him. He's an antagonist right now. To Seth, he's an antagonist. Yes. But at the same time, Seth wants to be liked by everybody, so it's hard to kind of just. The episode starts with Seth talking to Yaga and Melly, and they basically start saying. You know, don't judge a book by its cover. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. There's good people in every single group. Well, there's good and bad in every single group. Yeah, because they're talking about the Inquisition. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, I haven't met anyone good from the Inquisition. But they're like, there probably is somebody good from the Inquisition. And then it leads to a whole story where you... It actually kind of revolves around a crew member on the ship. Yes, he's a greenhorn. As they would say on Deadliest Catch. Yeah, he's a new new member in the Inquisition and a new one on this guy's crew. And he signed up because this guy is 
known for being what is it the lynx eye yes the lion's eye diamond led he's our led captain <laughs> so this guy is supposed to be known for being a real real cool guy and all he sees is him fishing or reading cooking cooking yeah he's like who what captain cooks for their crew mm-hmm. this guy doesn't apparently everybody fights over the food that he makes apparently it's delicious and overall, the morale of the ship is really high, but this guy just, he's like, I want to see more action. I don't understand what we're doing. We're just kind of floating around. And he, the the crew member decides, he goes, well, after, you know, once we find land, I'm going to go see if I can go on someone else's ship. They do get a distress call from a different Inquisition ship, and that's kind of where the story really picks up. Yes. So they encounter another captain, uh, another captain who has arrested a bunch of sorcerers, uh, air quotes here, folks. Uh, and his crew has done that, and his crew was so his Captain Dragunov's crew was brought in to help repair the other guy's ship. Yes. Yeah, so this new recruit is like, now we're repairing someone else's ship. What yeah. the heck? And the nemesis is what brought down. Yes, it was like a giant narwhal. Narwhal, but a flying narwhal, an airborne narwhal. Narwhal, narwhal, swimming mm-hmm. in the ocean, causing a commotion because they, they are, are so, so awesome. awesome. So this giant nemesis, Narwhal, uh, <laughs> flies by, and they it, they see it's going to a different town. The captain whose ship was down says, why would I chase after it? It's ignoring us. He's going to go after that town. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the our Mr. Dart, Captain Dart, decides... Dragonov. Dragonov decides that he's going to go save the town because that's because we're supposed to protect the people. That's our job. It doesn't matter from who... Yeah, it's not just hunting down sorcerers, it's actually protecting the people. Mm-hmm. And so they basically go, they rescue the town, they save the town, and they make it back, and then they arrest, Dragon basically points his big old bow at the other captain saying, we know that those weren't actual sorcerers in the cage, those are just people you accused of being sorcerers. It was like hundreds of people, and they looked like they were just dressed in rags. They did not look like sorcerers. None of them had any, like, abnormalities like we've yeah. seen. So if you're a sorcerer, there's a curse on you. Usually there's some kind of physical sign on the body that lets people know that you've been cursed. So Seth has two horns. Melly has tattoos... But she also, her personality flips. Yes. But I think her curse is, the tattoos are part of her curse. Probably. I don't, I don't know, though, to be honest with you, but that's my guess. Probably. So everybody's got their own thing. Yaga lives in a cauldron. I, st- I still don't like him, but that's fine. <laughs> There's all sorts of things like that. But it ends with Dart arresting this guy, Inquisition, and saying he'll, he'll be put on trial with the uh, one of the generals that'll put him on trial. Yes. I don't remember the name, but... He was very shook. <laughs> yes, but the the crew member found a lot more respect because they weren't able to kill the nemesis, but they were able to knock it out of the sky. Yeah, and then Dragonov stood up for, you know, what he believes in and what the Inquisition should be about. Yes, and the crew member found a new route, found respect for him because he saw actual combat, saw him in battle. And starts eating his food again. Mm-hmm. Actually starts eating his food and likes it, and he f- fits in with his crew at mm-hmm. the end of it. I liked the episode as a whole. Oh, one point of note, we you see a guy for a couple seconds, he's got a weird looking mummy mask on. Oh yeah, he's probably gonna be like the overarching big bad for this season. Yeah, they don't lead much into him, but he he was the one that cut the there's the nemesis flying has a big gouge out of it. He was the one that caused that damage to the nemesis. Oh, okay. So whether he's good or bad, it's left up and known. He just looks shady. 
But we don't know anything about him right now. Reminds me a little bit of those clown cronies of that one demon lord in uh, oh, the, uh, reincarnated as a slime. Harley Quinn Alliance. Something Harley Quinn Alliance. Harley Quinn? Moderate, it's moderate Harley Quinn Alliance. You're saying it like Harley Quinn, like on Batman. That's fine. Harley Quinn. <laughs> Harley Quinn. I can't do it. It's fine. <laughs> it's always been Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. I know it's Harley Quinn, but it doesn't sound right when I say it. That's fine. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're talking about. It's all good. Yeah, the moderate Harlequin Alliance is what it is, though. Yes, that's who he reminds me of. Just kind of like chaotic neutral at this point. Yeah, you don't know anything about him. But I actually like that this show, what it does best is character development. Very much so. It's really refreshing to me to see such a wide... A show that does justice to its characters this way. Oftentimes they kind of leave them or don't give you as much detail or background. And it's nice to see adventures outside of just the main two characters. Because you get to you get to like the world a little bit more that way. You get to mm-hmm. understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. What do you give this one? Eight and a half. Okay. It's, yep. mm-hmm. This is a solid seven for me. Okay. I like the episode as a whole. I really, really like the character development. When it's when it veers away from like I, the I, main I, characters. The main, so I, let me rephrase this: I like learning about the other characters. I like it a lot. I just like Seth and Melly so much that when they're not really involved in the episode, it, it's a little upsetting. But at the same time, they did a really good job with that. Everything. I just don't care about the inner workings of the Inquisition that much yet because we don't know anything about. This is the first thing we actually see with them, which was nice. It was refreshing to see it. He's still an uninteresting character to me in the end. I think if they did another episode like this too soon, my ranking for this one would go down. But since it hasn't, we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You even probably brought me up to like a 7.5 over a 7. Yeah. Just because it is something that's... Ref- it was really refreshing to see something different in the show. Because we really don't know anything about the larger world. We're basically coming into this anime from Seth's point of view. Yeah, and we don't know any- why all the islands are floating. There's a world below them, but we don't know why... What's going on above and below. Yes. We're just trying to figure all this stuff out here, guys. <laughs> Episode 10... This is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast because episode 10 was mainly a recap episode. Yes. It was kind of annoying to watch, but it's brooms of memory, memory. It goes into a recap of Seth with Alma. It doesn't really give you any new information with them. It was nice to see the memories again, I guess, but we already... It it was was like a rehash of like the second episode when he leaves. Pretty much. Second and part of three, and that was it. The main gist of this episode is he joins... There's a festival going on, and Seth goes in the race because you can win 10 million cents, I think they call dimes. it. Dimes. It's dimes in this world. Yes. You can win 10 million dimes if you win the race. So, a noble challenges him to the race. That, uh, that uh, Draco Malfoy knockoff. It's a Drake, It literally is Draco Malfoy, <laughs> and he's got two cronies following him. <laughs> Crab and Goyle. And they got the best brooms. Like Draco Malfoy. Yes. Uh, but Seth's broom apparently <laughs> is... Nimbus 2001's. Seth's broom is super powerful, apparently, because he keeps up with them for the most part. And uh, Master Lord Majesty shows up and causes commotion. I don't like him. In the broom race, but uh, Seth catch- saves Millie because she protects him. And then he saves the cronies after they get knocked off their brooms, and that's what causes him to lose the race. To Nick. Nick is his name. 
Oh, Nick is the uh, noble. The Nick is Draco Malfoy. Yes. Mm. It's just Draco Malfoy. Yes. But he's speaking in Japanese now. Yes. What's the actor's name? Tom something. Tom Felton. Felton, Mr. Felton. Your Japanese accent is fantastic. <laughs> it's not actually him, everybody. I don't know. Or, uh, oh, what's the girl's name that played him in a Harry Potter musical? Lauren something. It could have been her. It, it could also be her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Potter musical is so good. I've only watched part of I know I, you made me watch the first one. No, I didn't. You've never sat down and watched it with me. I've shown you random clips from it because it's so good. It's so hard. It's hard for you. It's hard to watch. Like uh, I can do a musical live. Yes, watching it on the computer is kind of hard. I don't know. It's just a bunch of kids at U of M that put it on, and then it blew up on YouTube. Hey, and Darren of... Chris has an Emmy now, so good on him. Way to go, DQ. <laughs> DC. DC. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. call him Harry Potter. Kid who played Harry Potter uh, was in an FX series. He was in Glee. He was he was in Glee, and the kid that played Ron was a background uh, dancer in one of the episodes. I've watched three episodes of Glee. The first episode, the very first episode with Darren Chris, and then the episode that had the Ron character in the background. Do, 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 Glee. No, I hated that show. Yes, but the noble ends up, even though he wins the race, he kind of, people don't care because they like Seth saving everybody, so he still got... Seth and his heroics. Yeah, his heroics kind of took the show, the limelight of the show. And then Seth ends up owing more money because he lost the race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's not a good, well-rounded joke to me. No. So I'm. if you take all the recap out and you just do the, the race and the episode, what do you give it? Like a five and a half. With the memories. Like a five and a half. Same. Whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I liked it more than that. It's still a seven for me. It was fine. I like Alma. I want to see more new Alma stuff. I wish it was new Alma. I thought she was going to like show up in town for the festival or something. I was hoping I was hoping we'd see more of her. We know that she did not... She's one of the few people that did not sign up for the Academy. She doesn't work for them at all. She doesn't owe any money to them. That's one of the things you find out. She's a quote-unquote lone wolf. And that's the reason why he challenges uh, the noble at all is because he makes fun of Alma. And that's why why the memories come in and all that stuff. And he just likes Alma a lot, which I do too. So I get it. I know. It's kind of a bummer that she was only in like the first two and a half episodes. We'll see her again. I'm fairly certain we're going to see more of her. Probably. She's still one of she's one of the outlines at the beginning, so I would hope that we see her more. But who knows? We need more Alma. I know. Even even if she interacts with like the Bravery Quartet, I'd still be happy oh, about God, it. Stupid Bravery Quartet. All right, guys, shorter <laughs> episode because again, it was a recap. There's not much to tell about this episode. No. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we're at Gaming Marriage on Twitter or Gaming Marriage at Gmail We'd love to hear from you. All right, later. Bye.